Welcome to Grow Up. Insights on how businesses can use technology to grow better. Please welcome your hosts, Jason Parkinson and Mark Hammer. It's the Grow Up Podcast, another live episode uh, from the studio this time, not out on the road, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jason Parkinson here, Mark Hemmer, and uh, hello to our Facebook uh, Facebook Live hello, folks. Thanks for, for joining us today. Um, I'm excited about this episode. This is going to be a little bit of a different format than the normal uh, Grow Up Podcast is. It will be. It but, will be. Uh, we have a special guest here in the studio. I feel like uh, I'll just let you introduce, uh, introduce our, our guest here today. All right. So uh, we today are going to talk about one of my personal passions professional wrestling, <laughs> and how it ties into the world of business. So if you're a business owner, you really want to pay attention to what's going on in the world of wrestling because there are a few lessons that you can you know, take and put into practice today. So to help us tell this story, we have a professional wrestler live in studio. What? I know. The one and only Sensei Bach. Sensei Bach is here. Yes. Sensei Bach. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to the Grow Up Podcast. <laughs> Glad to be here. Sensei Bach, thank you for being here. Ah, thanks for having me. Hey, really appreciate it. So uh, Sensei Bach, when you are not senseiing, you occasionally go by Adam. That is true. Oh, a- Sensei has a real name. I Adam. do have a real yeah, name. Yes. <laughs> I didn't Once tell a, a kid one time. They showed up and they're like, what's your real name? And I was like, don't worry about it. <laughs> it's just sensei. Right, yeah. you, mean, so, you mean wrestling isn't real? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. It's very real. Yeah. But, but so occasionally sensei will go by Adam and uh, Adam has to, you know, do something with the sensei Bach persona mm-hmm. and to get your name out there, to get people to come to your shows. Like, how do you do that? What do you use to get the word out? First of all, can I just ask the, the question? Can oh, you start yeah. by just telling us, like, how did you get into pro wrestling? Oh. I have loved pro wrestling ever since I can remember. It's been one of my favorite things. And when I was 26 a few years ago, I thought to myself, you know, I'm not getting any younger. Hmm. I want to give this a shot That's fun. while I'm at that age. And so I signed up and I went to the Black and Brave Wrestling Academy, okay. which is the head trainers there are Merrick Brave and former WWE World Heavyweight Champion Seth Rollins. And current so Intercontinental Champion. I was wow. trained by the best. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. So now on to the how does this apply to digital marketing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're a business owner and you're going, wait, why are we talking about wrestling? Like, I remember that. Hulk Hogan from the 80s. Sure. Yeah. But it has continued on, believe it or not. And we are here to talk about its present day application of business because wrestlers, I mean, you could really call wrestlers their own business in some way, right? Yeah. Wrestlers are primarily their own business. They may be signed to a contract with somebody like WWE Lucha Underground or Impact Wrestling, but they're really their own business. So they may have some guaranteed money coming in, but they can also make a little bit more money by promoting themselves. Uh, When they, as independent contractors their ceiling is really limited by how much they want to promote themselves. Things like, mer- like merch or merchandise sales. sales or, yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. Ticket sales, things like that. So what I do and what others have done and what I've kind of copied because in wrestling, you get to copy everything <laughs> yeah. is, as you great. do in business. That's right. Yeah. 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 The leader sets the base. So yeah, sure. I, I kind of copy how other people are using social, social media. So like for me, Matt Hardy, I'm a big uh, character person. So if you look at me on any social media, I'm always in character. But if you look at somebody like Matt Hardy, he has a pretty big name for those of you who aren't wrestling Mm. fans and he was in character all the time and I think it really worked and I thought it was really cool and that's a model that I wanted to follow and more and more week after week, month after month, you started to hear about Matt Hardy and all of a sudden people want to pay to see Matt Hardy and they are paying big money to travel across the country to go and see him and I'm sure he was getting a lot of residuals for that as well. That's awesome. Yeah, that's very cool. So that kind of goes back to the original question. So what what specifically do you do with social media? What do you do like you as a business, you as Sensei Bach business 
and wrestler, what do you do to promote yourself? How do you get people to want to come see you at a show? I primarily use Facebook because I can see how, how people are engaging with me. So I use Facebook to know like what pictures people like mm. or if they like video. Like I've been mm. posting highlight videos recently and those have gotten a lot of engagement and a lot of shares. So guess what I'm going to be doing when I get back from my matches? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be filming More on camera and I'm going to be turning them into highlight videos when I'm done. So I'll share those on Facebook and Twitter. I'll also use a bunch of hashtags on Instagram. Uh, I'm a big hashtagger. Some people may have seen my posts and they're like, he's posting way too much on Instagram. But you know, I'm getting <laughs> a lot a of followers that way it, too. Right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not just like, I want to post this because I want to post it. Sure. Yeah. And so you're building, I mean, in, in the wrestling world, the ultimate thing is you want people to come to shows. You want yeah. people to buy your merch. You want people to come to shows, but you want to sell tickets. Yeah, especially at my level, I'm, I'm an independent independent wrestler as most wrestlers are and as an independent wrestler I have to I'm partially responsible for getting people to pay a ticket to come into the shows okay so I have to do things that people find interesting otherwise I'm not going to be asked to come back by the promoter and I'm not going to be put on shows and I'm not going to get experience and exposure that I want as a wrestler hmm. right so social media as it does for businesses one it helps you stand out mm-hmm. to it you know so if you're if they see a, a card which is the lineup of matches in a yes. wrestling show mm-hmm. so if you see the card and you see sensei Bach based on the fact that you do a lot of social media and put a lot of effort and work into getting your name and your face out there someone may be more likely to see that name on the card and go oh I know him. That's the goal. Cool. And in That's fact, I'm, go see. I'm very humbled by the fact that in Iowa, I wrestle a lot of times in Davenport, Walcott, Iowa area, and there are people that will make signs for me even though I'm not there. So I think that's super really? cool. Yeah. So <laughs> they're, even they're your your fan your fans. Yes. So even if yeah. I'm not on the lineup, that's people cool. are still supporting me, and that's great. And then I take pictures that people send me, and I share that out on, on social media and try to encourage, like, hey, you should book me on this show because I have people that want to see me. Yeah, which is which is pretty awesome. So let, let's talk about probably the biggest example of this in the world of professional wrestling, and that is being the elite, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega. Yes. Specifically, the Bucks started this YouTube channel. So the Young Bucks are uh, are a tag team. That's the those are the wrestlers that tag in and out of the match and mm-hmm. fight other groups okay. of two people. I'm for, learning right along yeah, with you yeah. with the listeners I, here. I have to remember <laughs> to give a small explanation. But so so the Bucks they're they're real life brothers and they are not currently attached or were not currently attached to a major wrestling promotion. So they did not have the backing of millions of dollars. They didn't have a ton of resources. So they basically used their creativity and ingenuity and started a YouTube show called Being the Elite which basically takes fans behind the scenes. Hmm. It follows them as they travel to Japan and wrestle there. It follows them. Like, there's some blend between storyline things and, and real-life things. Sure. But they really open themselves up to fans, and it's paid off in a huge way. I think the cool thing about being the elite and Kenny Omega and the people that are involved with that production is that, like you said, they don't have the backing of a huge company to do this. And I've, I don't know for sure. I don't know these guys personally. But I've heard that they make more money doing what they're doing now than if they signed a contract to WWE, which is <laughs> That's awesome. the biggest company in the world. Yeah. I've heard they make like three times as much as they would if they signed a contract. <laughs> which is which is incredible. So it's these insane. are these are independent contractors who have basically built their what what could be considered a small business. So if you're a small business and you think, Wow, I'll never compete, the internet, digital marketing is really an equalizer. Right. It can take what you have, which you may say, oh, I, I don't have the resources. Yeah. You do. Which on the same playing field as yeah. 
somebody else. These are these are free channels. So anybody, big or small, can take advantage of them if you put the time in. And, and, and you know, there's no guarantee it'll go the same way this did. But if you put the time in, you can really turn the industry upside down. So Sensei, being the elite sounds like kind of a, an outlier, though. Like they've gone viral, right? Mm-hmm. They've got a big following. Like that's not that's not going to happen for everybody. And no. I'm assuming it hasn't happened for you yet. No. So like, how are you still using some of that that same methodology and things that some of these bigger players are? to promote your shows and your merch and your your brand as as Sensei Bach? Well, from a smaller level, a lot of the promotions that I work for have Facebook events that they use to help promote their show because the more people that are saying they're going to these events or are interested in them, that'll start popping up in the feeds elsewhere. Hmm. So if I'm invited to a show and there's a Facebook event for it, if people are in the area, I will start to invite friends of mine that are on Facebook. Like I have fans that are on Facebook that I've met. And initially I wanted to say, no, like I want to keep my private life separate from my wrestling life. Sure. But I found that it's a pretty good tool to be able to connect with people that way hmm. as well. So finding little ways to make connections. There are, I want to go back to being the elite for a second. So there are uh, with that show, there's a lot of pushback against a company like WWE right now because it's the major player in pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. And people aren't necessarily interested in what that company wants to push as a uh, marketing product or their favorite stars or whatever. And so being the elite has gone to... Um, we, we're a little niche. We're a, we're a small subsection of pro wrestling. And Uh, so like even, even within my area, like I want there, I want people to feel like, you know, even with just my little subsection, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, we get what Sensei Box doing. We like what he's doing. We respect it. Or any of the other people that I'm on shows with just have our own little piece Mm -hmm. and I don't need to be making young bucks money, which would, I mean, it'd be nice. (laughs) It'd be cool. It'd be cool. cool. I don't need to be making young bucks money, but just having the, um, this circle of influence, I guess, for lack of a better term that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pushing something out there that people like, and I think other businesses can do that too. Like maybe in your industry, you have a big industry giant and people are kind of resenting them, but as a smaller business, you can say, all right, we, we know that we want to reach these people, but we can do it with, um, with our resources and we can give them something that you know, they're pushing back against. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. Even the episode that we did a, a couple of weeks ago with Kara Kaminsky photography, right. she kind of has that same thing, right? Like she has her own, her own special, you know, niche of, of the, you know, the wedding photography business that she's best suited for. She's true to herself, true to her fans and followers. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. it turns into, and turns into business for her. not maybe as much business as somebody, you know, like life touch photos would have, or sure. like these major you yeah. know, large brands, but still a, you know, a, ni- a nice chunk a business for a small business owner. Mm-hmm. And to bring to bring home the being the elite and young bucks thread. So if you're a business and you're wondering, I mean, we do a seminar called From Likes to Leads. Mm-hmm. And that really, if you're wondering, you know, okay, who cares? They have a lot of YouTube followers. Like, oh, it's yeah. nice, but what does that do for them? Like, how are they making this money? Like, I don't want to sell t-shirts. What's in it for me? <laughs> yeah. Like, the young bucks and the other people involved with the show, like, they leveraged that popularity and that branding and that, like, vehicle for promoting mm-hmm. things and sold 10,000 tickets to to an independent show near Chicago. Sold out. 
Sold out. Sold out. It was called All In, and it was it was honestly like a... It's They just it promoted a, it on YouTube and 10,000 10, tickets. And Twitter? 10,000 yeah. tickets. Twitter, YouTube, 10,000 seats. Wow. And, and the crazy thing is when I, was, when I was at O'Hare a couple weeks ago, I saw people in Young Bucks t-shirts and Kenny Omega t-shirts, and mm. I could just walk right up to them and say, hey, how was the show? And somebody just started, they just unloaded <laughs> about how the show they was. They just know what you're talking about. So it's this cool. tiny audience that... They know what they want, and they loved it. This this person that I Devoted. talked to came from Florida to see wow. this show. Came and, to Chicago, and you, Illinois. And you say tiny audience, but still 10,000 people at yeah. whatever the price of the tickets were, plus the merch. I mean, they're Travel, wearing... Travel, sh- parking. Yeah. And they're wearing shirts that... I mean, it's a whole <laughs> it's a whole economy yeah. in yeah, itself. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so it gives, you, it gives you a huge leg up. I mean, there... And there are other examples. Uh, Zach Ryder, he's a... Uh, if you want to talk about him for a second. Sure, yeah. Zach Ryder uh, started his own YouTube show called Long Island Ice Z, and he works... He, <laughs> of course, that's what it's called. <laughs> he works for yeah. WWE, but at the time, he wasn't... Uh, I I perceived that he felt like he wasn't getting the exposure that he wanted or deserved. So took so it he, on to himself? He took it on himself. Cool. He, he learned how to use iMovie. Like, these were not... Mm. fantastic productions but they <laughs> yeah. were still funny and they still appealed to a really yeah. niche audience which is another takeaway for businesses though you don't have to another example of it doesn't have to be the best video anyone's ever seen sure it just has to be a video yeah you're just reaching out yeah. to your your customers in this case and appealing to them and saying hey like here's what i'm about here's what i'm trying to do so for a zach Ryder who wasn't getting a push and in wrestling that's mm-hmm. you know being promoted up the card getting a better spot a mm-hmm. better payday like that made a huge difference he all of a sudden was very popular people were chanting for him people during a segment him. with the rock like everybody knows who yeah. the rock is yeah right and people were chanting for zach Ryder during a segment with the rock <laughs> the rock is in the middle of the ring and people are chanting woo 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 and all this zach Ryder stuff yeah and if you can make dwayne johnson yeah. the, the second Small, most the popular smaller, person yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. smaller figure you're doing you're doing something That's incredible awesome. yeah but he did it with very little resources like just his own money it was just his friends were the cast of the show like mm. it wasn't like he was getting all these celebrities in. it was just his friends and stuff he was doing at home and backstage yeah Yeah. so okay so so to bring it back to business if if i'm a small business owner and i'm interested in trying to get my products and services out there get more customers like building that following on social media is obviously an important thing but how like how do i start i don't have a i don't have a fan club i don't have a, a character or a persona as a business is there is there something applicable to me that i can that i can you know take away from from your your experience as a business and a persona sure. all in one uh, a couple of things you could do is one like we were just talking about with Zach Ryder you could start small you don't have to have a hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars to get started like you have media production tools on your computer and if you don't your son or daughter does or somebody else your that iPhone you know, can shoot all your of that iPhone right. can do I mean, all we're, this. On, we're on Facebook live right now via an iPhone right. so it, yeah. it's doable and the other thing that you could do and that I found success with is that uh, for me, I, I am trying to get on a wrestling show every weekend, so I'm getting exposure. So mm. maybe for your business, that's at uh, a trade show. Maybe it's something at the Peoria Civic Center if it's your local or wherever it's at in your neighborhood. Sure. Um, just getting out and, and being seen. People people know that I'm wrestling because every weekend they see me post about it on Facebook. So they know that I'm getting out there and I'm, I'm visible. Yeah, that's awesome. Great. So what? So what's the 10-second takeaway in, in all this, Mark? So the 10-second takeaway is that professional wrestling is a unique industry, and certain wrestlers have figured out that one of the best ways to excel is to embrace digital. They reach and then leverage a young and highly engaged audience, like we talked about being the elite. So it's time for businesses to start paying attention to what's happening inside the squared circle.
And I think more than just a squared circle, but but any, you know, kind of entertainment venue that's using social media. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Awesome. Adam, thanks for being here. Sensei, I appreciate your. Are we supposed to bow to you? Yes. Okay. Bow to your sensei. Always bowing. Bowing to your sensei. We'll put links to uh, sensei's social media up uh, in the the show notes. And again, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for watching on Facebook Live. And um, yeah, it's the Grow Up Podcast. Thanks for listening to Grow Up. For more information about the topics discussed in today's show, visit onefire.com slash grow up. This has been a One Fire production.